Welcome to the journey home, perfecting the art of connection through internal family systems. Hi, my name is Angela Carter and I'm your host. I'm the author of Give a Flying F About Your Thoughts They Matter and Releasing Trauma with Love. I'm also the creator of the Advancing Heart Protocol, a process to activate the parasympathetic nervous system to create safety in the body and then release and recode its emotional charge. I'm the director of the Consinity Group, which hosts three therapeutic services, the Trauma Release Centre, a neuroscience-based therapeutic service, the Phenomenal Therapist, an online self-led IFS group therapy community, and Consinity, where I support health professionals to thrive in their jobs and their lives through the integration of internal family systems. Now, some would describe me as a mother, a grandmother, a daughter, sister, friend, therapist, even a lover. But I describe myself as a sacred being, a warrior of the truth and a status quo disruptor. You see, I'm really passionate about everyone having access to -to up-to-date therapies and interventions that return them to their natural state. I call it the journey home. I'm an IFS informed practitioner and have over 100 hours of training under my belt. And I've also been in the trenches and done my own work and it's an ongoing journey. I'm not a purist when it comes to models, but I do love IFS and I integrate IFS into most areas of my work. For those of you that don't know anything about internal family systems or IFS as we all call it, IFS assumes that we are multiplicity beings with the healing energy of the self. And the self is the part of you that knows exactly who you are and what you want. It can't be damaged and it already contains the wisdom to heal internal and external relationships. So come on a journey with me and build a deeper connection with your inner world to illuminate the directions towards the life of your dreams through sacred messages and internal family systems. I bring you this podcast to connect with your sacred warrior, to attune yourself to self-leadership and reveal your innate gifts and call in your ideal reality by accessing and harmonizing parts of your psyche that have claimed your life. So let's begin today. Welcome to this week's episode of our podcast where we'll be exploring addiction from the perspective of internal family systems and the work of Johan Hari. And I hope you enjoyed last week's podcast about the taskmaster because the taskmaster can also be part of an addictive system because it can be quite addictive to get all the tasks and that done and it can be quite exhausting. And as we know... Addiction is a complex and often misunderstood issue and IFS provides a unique and compassionate approach to understanding and healing addiction. And Johan Hari's work offers insights into the social and cultural factors that contribute to addiction and how to address them. So in this episode, we'll be discussing these perspectives and how they can be integrated to support healing and recovery. So Johan Hardy is a British journalist, a writer and a public speaker who's become well known for his perspective on addiction. I remember reading his book, Chasing the Scream, and I read it twice and I cried on both occasions. It's quite a compelling story to hear about the drug wars, but also how he sees, not just through his own eyes and his own experience, but through his own research, how destructive addiction can be. He also believes that the conventional view of addiction as a simple matter of chemical dependency 
is fundamentally flawed, and I would say I agree with him. So instead, Hari agrees that addiction is largely a social and psychological issue that arises when people are disconnected from their communities and unable to find meaning and purpose. And that's certainly been my experience with my clients. Often clients come in with addictions that they don't even label as an addiction. We know the common addictions of drug, alcohol, sex and gambling. But what about the addiction to those inner thoughts? The addiction to spending money, to feeling good, the addiction to pleasing people, the addiction to always being right. These are no different to other addictions. And so this podcast will explore Hari's perspective on addiction and why he believes people become addicted. So Hari's view of addiction is informed by his experience with addiction and also, as I said before, extensive research into the topic. He struggles with depression and anxiety himself for many years and he turned to drugs and alcohol to cope with his emotional pain. And eventually he realised that his addiction was not just a matter of chemical dependency, but it was also related to his feelings of disconnection and lack of purpose. Often in my practice, I'll have people come in and they're feeling depressed, feeling alone, feel like they've got no direction in life. And often they will say, I just lack a sense of purpose. So it's a common theme throughout human beings. When we feel disconnected, we sense that we have a lack of purpose. Hari's perspective is based on the idea that humans are social animals who need connection and community to thrive, and we all know that. We know that in our own system, in our own bodies. And so when people are disconnected from their communities and unable to find meaning and purpose, they're more likely to become addicted to drugs, alcohol, and other addictive behaviours. Hari also goes on to point out that addiction is not just a problem for individuals, but it's also a societal problem. So when people become addicted, they're more likely to engage in criminal behaviour, suffer from poor health and require expensive medical treatments. And in addition, addiction can lead to social problems such as poverty, homelessness and family breakdowns. Now, as a trauma therapist, I know that the root cause of any addiction is often trauma or emotional pain. And people who experience trauma or emotional pain may turn to drugs, alcohol or other addictive behaviours to cope with their pain. This even includes abusive relationships. And this can create a cycle of addiction where the addiction itself becomes a source of further pain and trauma. Hari, like myself, argues that conventional approaches to addiction which focus on treating the symptoms of addiction rather than the underlying causes is ineffective. I see that in my practice a lot. People come in, they've been through rehabilitation, different addiction programs, and they still have their addiction. Unlike Hari, I believe that addiction can only be overcome by addressing the social and psychological factors that contribute to it. And this may involve helping people to reconnect with their communities, find meaning and purpose in their lives, and address emotional pain that may be driving their addiction. So even though Johan Hardy's perspective on addiction challenges the conventional view as a simple matter of a chemical dependency, he believes, like myself, that addiction is largely a social and psychological issue that arises when people are disconnected from their communities 
disconnected from their self, unable to find meaning and purpose in their lives. So by addressing the underlying social and psychological factors contributing to addiction, it's believed by Hari, myself and many other therapists that it's possible to overcome this problem. And this is what I love about internal family systems because it's not just reconnecting us to society but it's also reconnecting us to ourselves. So as you may or may not already know, the Internal Family Systems or IFS is a therapeutic approach that has gained popularity in recent years for its effectiveness in treating various mental health issues including addiction. So IFS is based on the idea that the mind comprises of different parts all with its unique characteristics, goals and desires and these parts can sometimes become polarised and create internal conflicts that lead to emotional distress and self-destructive behaviours such as addiction. So we will continue to explore throughout this podcast how individuals can be helped through IFS. So the basic premise of IFS, like I've already said, is that individuals have an inner system of parts. It's like their own inner community. If we become disconnected from our inner community, it would make sense that we lose our sense of purpose. So this inner community that we have that's trying to manage us all of the time and keep us safe include roles like managers, firefighters and exiles. So managers are the parts that try and control or avoid painful emotions and situations, while firefighters are the parts that act quickly to distract or numb these emotions. And exiles are the parts that hold really painful emotions, memories and beliefs that individuals would rather avoid. In the context of addiction, these parts can become polarised, creating internal conflicts that lead to self-destructive behaviours. For example, an individual struggling with addiction may have a part focused on avoiding the pain of withdrawal and another focused on getting a fix and these parts can create internal conflict that leads to self-destructive behaviours. In addition to managers, firefighters and exiles, another important concept in IFS is the idea of inner critics. Inner critics are part of an individual's internal system that are critical of themselves, of others, of the world around them. And these parts can be especially harmful in the context of addiction because they may fuel self-destructive behaviours and contribute to feelings of shame and guilt. There are several different types of inner critics, including the perfectionist, the inner controller, to the inner persecutor. Each of these critics has its own unique characteristics and contribute to addictive behaviours in different ways. The perfectionist is a type of inner critic that is focused on achieving perfection and avoiding failure. And this part can contribute to addiction by creating unrealistic expectations and leading individuals to feel inadequate when they are inevitably fall short of what this critic believes they should be able to do. The inner controller is another type of inner critic that is focused on controlling emotions and behaviours. This part can contribute to addiction by creating rigid rules and standards that make it difficult for individuals to enjoy life or to even find healthy ways of coping with stress. The inner persecutor is a type of inner critic that is focused on punishing the individual for perceived mistakes or failures. This part can contribute to addiction by creating feelings of shame and guilt that lead to individuals to seek relief in addictive behaviours. So in the context of addiction, these different types of inner critics can work together to create an internal system that is purely focused on avoiding
feeling pain and seeking pleasure at all costs. And this can make it really difficult for individuals to break free from addictive behaviours and find healthier ways of coping with their emotions and stressors. What I love about IFS is because we can see ourselves as multiplicity beings, we don't see people as addicts. We see people as complex systems with many different parts that make up the whole and we can work with each of those parts and so IFS can help individuals identify and understand these different types of parts and inner critic and how they contribute to addictive behaviors and by developing a more compassionate and understanding relationship with these parts individuals can reduce their influence and gain greater control over their thoughts and behaviors as parts of our internal system can play a significant role in addiction by fueling those self-destructive behaviours and contributing to feelings of shame and guilt, we need to work with them one by one. And by working with an IFS therapist, individuals can identify and understand these different parts of themselves and really develop a deep compassion and understanding around the relationship with each of them within their internal system. And this can help them break free from those addictive behaviours and find healthier ways of coping with life. And I have to say that I certainly agree with Johan Hardy. I like the way that he explains addiction. Addiction is about disconnection. It's about losing a sense of purpose and not feeling part of our community, which is a core element of survival for our system. So if you have someone in your life or you are addicted to substances, to thought, to self-destructive behaviours. Remember, there are many parts in your system crying out for your attention. When you get to understand them and the pain that they hold, you really are on a road to healing and discovery. So as always in these podcasts, I offer you a practice to work with these addictive parts. So in this meditation, we're going to be exploring the different parts involved in addiction, including managers, firefighters, exiles and inner critics, and how they may be contributing to your addictive behaviours. So through this meditation, you'll have the opportunity to connect with your internal system in a compassionate and healing way. So begin by finding a comfortable seated position and take a few breaths. Close your eyes and bring attention to your breath. Notice the breath. Notice the sensation of the breath moving in and out of your body. Just allow yourself to settle into the present moment. Take a moment to acknowledge any parts of you that may be present in this moment. Notice if there are any parts that feel particularly strong or active. Acknowledge that all parts of you are welcome in this meditation. Now I invite you to bring your attention to any parts that may be contributing to your addictive behaviours. These may be managers that are driving you towards perfectionism and control. 
or firefighters that are rushing in to numb the pain and discomfort of your emotions. Notice any exiles that may be holding emotional pain or trauma that you don't want to face. Or inner critics that may be judging and shaming you for your perceived flaws and shortcomings. As you connect with these parts, approach them with compassion and curiosity. Acknowledge that these parts are trying to help you in some way, even if their strategies are ultimately harmful. Please take a moment to thank them for their efforts and ask them what they need from you to feel safe and supported. And just allow any emotions that may arise to be present without judgment. It's okay to feel what you're feeling in this moment. Your emotions cannot hurt or harm you. Acknowledge that these emotions are a natural part of the healing process. Now imagine yourself as a loving and compassionate parent, holding and nurturing all of the parts of you that are currently present. Offer soothing and comforting words to your parts, letting them know that they are loved, cared for, and understood. And as you continue to hold your parts with love and compassion, imagine a wise and compassionate self coming forward to offer guidance and support. This wise self can provide a calming and soothing presence that can help you feel more centered and grounded. Please take a moment to ask your parts what they need from you in order to feel more supported and safe. Listen to their responses with curiosity and compassion. And finally, offer gratitude to all of the parts of you, all of the parts that have shown up for this meditation practice. Acknowledge that you are on a journey of healing and growth and that you are not alone. You are not an addict. You are a person with many parts that need healing, that need understanding that need support, that need to be heard and acknowledged for all that they hold and all that they are in their role of keeping you safe. And now 
just take a few deep breaths and return your attention to the present moment. Acknowledge any shifts or changes that you may have experienced during this practice and know that you can come back to this practice at any time to continue to explore your internal system with compassion and curiosity. And always remember that you are worthy of love and care and that healing is always possible. Thank you for journeying with me today and if you like this episode you can subscribe, like or share it with your friends, loved ones and colleagues. If you want to stay connected with me or to find out a little bit more about what I do, you can find me at my three websites, traumareleasecenter.com, consinity.co and phenomenaltherapist.com. You can also connect with me at my Facebook, Phenomenal Therapist, A Journey Home. And if you'd like to purchase any of my books, you'll find them on Amazon. And if you would really like to continue this journey and receive a complimentary digital copy of my book, please feel free to contact me at any of the websites that I've mentioned. I also have a free resource for you if you'd like to experience the internal family systems journey in the comfort of your own home. And again, you will find at phenomenaltherapist.com. If you want to access affordable live group IFS therapy, join our Journey Home community. You will find us at phenomenaltherapist.com. So thank you for taking the time to share this journey with me. Until the next time, listen for those sacred messages.